Hi there and welcome to the Book Realities Podcast, a series of interviews with independently minded authors where we explore their books, their writing techniques, and what made them become a writer in the first place. I'm your host, Ian Hooper, and as well as being an independent author, I also run the Book Reality Experience. Hi everybody and welcome to another of our Book Reality series where we chat to the authors that have brought their books out through Book Reality. Now we're joined today by Mark Anthony and he's been our first guest on a podcast last season but today he's back to talk to us about his second book in the Lit series, a book called Ascent. Hi Mark, how are you? Hey, I'm good Ian, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. So, Ascent, book two of the Lit Trilogy is coming out. Yeah, it's coming out on the 16th of March. Um, it's uh, been two years since Lit originally came to um, came to be, so it's good to, it's good to get it done. It's good to get it done. It's good to find the momentum again, definitely. And would it be cruel of me to say, what have you been doing for the last two years? Has there been a bit of... <laughs> Uh, oh man so many different things um i it's, it's funny i think i learned a lesson from it and that was probably not to leave it so long before i do a another book especially on the same on the same storyline so that's been a real lesson to me so i'm actually writing again at the moment um but i'm really look i'm really i'm really happy ascent is coming out i think it's definitely a great sequel to lit and the response to it's been really, really good. So yeah, it's been it's been it was challenging, uh, more challenging than I actually thought it would be. Um, uh, more so trying to um, to to make it as good as uh, to make it as enjoyable as people found the first one. Definitely. So for people that might not have read the first one, shame on them. What's no. yeah? What's the trilogy about? What's uh, what's the trilogy itself about? And then we'll talk about what Ascent deals with. Well, Lit is the story about uh, human beings that have um, Leviathans, which are demonic dark entities attached to them that feed through their anger to uh, get to people. Um, and whilst these people maintain their humanity and the challenges they go through and what they face every day. Fantastic. And that's the overall arc of the trilogy. So what's uh, what's Ascent about this second book? Ascent is actually building on that, building on the foundations and expanding the, the world of the Leviathans and the conduits even further. So establishing new laws and the rules are starting to change. So now we actually see events escalating and we see the the gap between the nightmare realm and between the um, normal world start to fade. My editors usually finish a book and say, well, that's that one done. Uh, our editor came back after your first one and said, when's the next one? Please, please make sure you choose me to edit it because she'd loved lit the first book in the trilogy so much so when she finally got her hands on ascent she was delighted but yeah. then she said to me you know it's a much bigger much more in-depth book and i said yeah we know um so you've obviously explored this world a lot more in depth in ascent so where have you taken your characters from and to well, I think it's important that the characters develop some that the characters exhibit a a curve because of the situations they found themselves in in the first book. 
and remembering, of course, that they, um, Ellie, Josh, and Sam had very uh, lonely existences um, and uh, a very bleak futures uh, until they actually found each other. Now, of course, in the original, in the in the first book, you get introduced to peripheral characters. They need they need to be brought into the storyline and narrative a lot more, in a sense, because this is bigger than than just the three um, the three protagonists in the first book. There is many different characters and many different storylines and many different motives from different people. Um, all leading up, and of course, also you've got the the motives and the dynamics of the of those demonic entities, leviathans, as well. So you have this interesting double play, which isn't as as linear as the first story was. It, it has to, of course, the story has to expand. It has to become more. Has to be revealed, um, and and of course, an end game has to be. Um, has to be um, visible. So you, so that's what this story is. So Ascent is primarily expanding on the universe that, that we were introduced to in Lit. And that includes various characters, that includes new, a new, uh, new um, law, um, establishing law, how this process works, and of course what the end game is, which I'm not going to talk about. Of course not. Later, um, so uh, and that's be that was really interesting because there's a few there's characters in the first book that were very popular. Um, so to maintain their maintain them in the story and maintain their these characters that have endeared themselves to people, especially especially Josh, always Josh. Um, it's important to keep them in play, but also to see. All right, we're well, living with this, living with this, this, this curse. How would that change you? What would you become? How did Ellie become from from eight years of age or eleven? I think was when when it happened to Ellie. How did she become how she is now? How does that shape somebody? And what does so? It's it's a uh, it's a big. There's a lot of psychology involved in it. How do people become who they are, living with this? And everybody, of course, responds to it very differently. And um, of course, some people wouldn't respond to it in a way that was admirable or, or decent. Um, but then there is a sympathy for that. So it, it was a lot bigger than it was bigger than the first, definitely. It's interesting when you talk there about lore and the establishment of lore and, and for people that want to learn more about that and more about where you come from and who Mark Anthony is, etc. They can always go back and listen to our first interview, which deals with that in depth. But for this second book, that lore which was established, you still need to make sure you're not breaking the rules. But yet you also want to explore because this isn't just about demonic entities and people this is about humans at its core and the themes that run through that people dealing with a with a as you called it a curse but people dealing with a thing that can't be seen by their fellow human beings and how does that shape them and how does that bring them through society that's all still at the core of the book yeah it it is it's because i'm very with my writing is very character driven anyway so, um, because I enjoy that, and I think you know, three-dimensional characters. I know we spoke about that before. So the characters have to develop in a way that is that is that 
seems seems uh, it makes sense. Um, it makes sense given the situation, and makes sense given the the new dynamics they find themselves into. And remember, you know, you put you put a, a group of people together, or only five people together, you add a sixth, and the entire dynamic of the group changes. So that was the play I wanted to work on. Um, the nuances of characters, the the what they go through, what they're facing, um, the because of course remember a lot of them are, are quite damaged. They're damaged individuals. Um, how that damage cho chooses to to manifest itself at play in this situation I find themselves in is a really really interesting thing to write. And um, and sometimes it actually writes itself because you become, with these characters, you become quite, you become very insightful into what would be a natural progression for that person. Um, so it definitely is about it about people. It's about emotions. It's about um, fear, loss, grief, um, mental health. <laughs> um, it's about a, um, it's, it, yeah, and I enjoy that aspect of it a lot. That, that play with characters is, is very enjoyable for me. So as you've been writing this second book, and people will know if they've listened to our other interviews, lots and lots of authors talk about characters taking on a life of their own, quite literally writing themselves into the book in a way that the author didn't expect them to do it. So... Within this second book, which character took you on a journey that you weren't expecting? This book is actually is largely focused on um, probably more so Sam. Um, I think that you met Sam in the first book, um, one of the main one of the main three protagonists. Um, Sam goes through a change where you can see him becoming slightly less selfish, but still with that air of 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 hope that perhaps other characters in the book don't have or are quickly losing. Um, of course, then you've also got Ellie and her relationship with Josh and how Ellie becomes a mentor and Ellie also becomes a nurturer. But then in the same, in the same breath, does that weaken Ellie to what's happening to her? Joshua looking at it as a child, you know, does he, does he embrace it? Does he start to think, well, actually, it's maybe this 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 curse is not a bad thing <laughs> um, all the time. And um, so as an eight-year-old would, would see it, and you can see then how the other characters progressed from children very, very innocent like Josh and ended up where they are 10, 15, sometimes 20 years later. Uh, so um, yeah, that that's one of the character curves are very very important. Um, as long as they're in, and you know as as a natural progression, and you're right, they actually do write themselves. And this is the rise of the Leviathans. This is building up to the to the the, the precipice of the event. The it's the epicenter of why are they doing what they're doing, and the Leviathans are using the conduits as, as pawns. And the pawns actually realize that there is a chance to use the Leviathans to survive what is coming. Now, it's interesting that you mention about the mental health aspects of the book. I mean, we should clarify what's your professional background before we launch down this pathway. Um, 
you have been a mental health nurse and a mental health professional for how many years? Oh, 24 years. So do you think that background, I mean, I, I, I don't think, I, I'm guessing that it's a definite, that that background has worked its way into your writing in many more ways than you maybe even perceived yourself? Um, yeah, so I also do. I also do quite a lot of research um, on on different topics, and um, but also not not to the point where I want it to be prescriptive. I don't want it to be like a shopping list of of issues somebody will have. You know, if somebody lives lives with with, for example, clinical depression. I don't want to go. Okay, well now I have to demonstrate this, 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 and this. Because that's actually, you know, people are very nuanced and, and people have multiple different layers. So as much as my experience in healthcare, it's also my experience dealing with, with people in general and also my own struggles as well. You know, we it's 2023, you know, we, we've all had a pretty rough time. Um, so... So it's more, I think, it's about being emotionally intelligent and being insightful to 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 these issues, um, and remembering that you know people do have strengths where you least expect it. Um, I, I mean, personally, I think that gives your characters. Uh, we we spoke about my computer is making noises at me. We spoke about two um, D and three D characters. Yeah. Your characters are fully formed characters. These are not some 2D representation of, of uh, an individual wandering through a, a cardboard cutout city. Oh, These are no. real people walking through a real environment, albeit with a very strange demonic entity attached to them. And people aren't, because people aren't, and that's about being insightful and being realistic and not being contrived, is that, that people are three-dimensional and, um, and there is many different facets to an individual, whether it be to their, to their dialogue, to their thought processes, to where their threshold for stress is, um, how they deal with these negative feelings. Because remember, this group of people, for whatever mechanism they use, they they have to control those emotions um, um, because otherwise it's game over. So how do so you very quickly you know they very quickly get get um, terrified into into having to do that. Um, and they adapt different methods, and uh, and I found that really interesting. What, how would Sam do it compared to how would Ellie do it compared to how Josh is learning to do it? And then you've got new characters. You've got you've got Jason. You've got Luca. You've got Micah. You've got so how do they all approach it? What effect has it had on them, and how have they been forced to view it? I think that's how has their natural behaviours been moulded and sculpted to accept this uh, this infection into their life. Um, well, I've, I've been lucky that. because obviously I got to read it um, as it was coming through for editing, mm -hmm. and my editor, who herself is a writer of, let's say, not contemporary fiction but quite dark fiction, so she loves it. Um, but you've now had the feedback from the first book for quite a while. So who, where is your readers coming from? Who, who are your typical readers, or do you actually have a typical reader? Well, no, I, I, I mean, most of my um, the, the readers I get reviews from are, 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 are older adults. Um, you're looking at um, the last review I got was from a was from someone in their mid thirties. 
Um, so my demographic would be, um, and then of course I've been right, you know, I've got reviews right down to 21. Um, so there is a big, there is a big range. And I think it's because I didn't want to, of course there's gore in it, of course it's scary bits, it's creepy and it's eerie. However, um, without the actual storyline and the characters being able to embrace the reader and draw them in and give them something to relate to, then it just, it, then it becomes a body horror book. And I didn't want it to be that. So I'm hoping that, and remember, my characters cover a diverse range of different people. I've never been very specific. I know I've, I've, I've indicated, for example, the, the different ethnicities, different sexualities, um, so, um, and different ages. And uh, which I think is funny because people respond differently to, to different ages and different people of different backgrounds. So you can't afford really to drop the ball on any particular character because that might, you know, that, that could possibly be somebody, someone's, someone else relates to. Um, but then I relate to them as well because they're special to me. So, and in the end, they end up, as you said before, they end up writing themselves. So it's about being genuine. Fantastic. Mark, it's been great to catch up again. Thanks ever so much. I'll put a copy of Ascent up so that people can see it. And it's released on the 16th of March. So all the best for the launch of the book. Bye now. Thank you so much. Hey, thanks for listening to this latest episode of Book Realities, our interviews with author series. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and turn your notifications on so that you never miss any content updates from us. If you liked this episode, leave us a rating or a review as it really helps the podcast's visibility, as does passing the pod on to any writers or author friends that you may have who you know will be interested in it. And join our exclusive mailing list at www.bookreality.com. The next episode will be released this time next week, but until then, stay safe and well. All the best. <laughs>